Sarah Jenner, Executive Director of Mindful Employer Canada, and welcome to Noble Leaders Having No Bull Conversations. I'm very excited to be here with Stephanie and Carolyn from Home Meditation Studio. They are both co-founders of this amazing meditation studio in downtown Toronto. Um, and what I noticed when I first walked in today was the sign that said, welcome home. And it's so fitting that as soon as I sat down, I felt like I was just in my own home, like just waiting, very calm with like a glass of water. It felt very cozy here. That's definitely what we were going for yeah. when we created home. <laughs> and we really wanted people to feel, you know, that feeling when you get home after a long day mm -hmm. and you just like kick off your shoes, maybe put your comfy clothes on and you just feel that sense of like deep relaxation and deep yeah. relief. And we wanted to emulate that here. So you saying that oh, gives me all the feels right now. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> so what does being a noble leader mean to each of you? It's a great question. <laughs> I think there's so many, there's so much to that title, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's so much to being a noble leader. Um, and I think you can bring in, you know, there's the concept of transformational leadership where you really empower people mm -hmm. to believe in, kind of like what you're selling in a way like yeah. believe in the mandate of the business and really just feel that they're truly a part of the business um I also think that there's you know being a noble leader means being true to yourself mm -hmm. as well and you know being really authentic with who you are as a person and authentic with your values and making sure that not only your leadership but your business itself reflects that mm -hmm. as well um and so i would think that it's probably a combination of both of those things where you know here we feel that we truly respect and kind of love everyone that we work with <laughs> yeah. um and really feel that you know it's funny when we when we were creating home and before we even came up with the name of home we always talked about our, our employee like our employees and our team and our, our colleagues and just being a family and and I think that's probably one of the things that I'm most proud of is that mm -hmm. we feel that we're truly a family here and yeah. um and so I think that that sense of respect is there um but then I also think that we we truly believe in in the business itself and mm -hmm. we truly like you know, you don't open 5,100 square feet if you don't believe in what you're doing yeah. <laughs> as a startup. Um, and so I think just believing in in the power of meditation to create a better world is is really something that we carry through as leaders in everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And and I think that authenticity is what being a, a noble leader can be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I would, I mean, second everything you said there. <laughs> and I think the, the only piece to, that I would add is it's also you know, being fearless a little mm -hmm. bit, right? I think that's a huge part of being a leader is being able to step into the unknown and being able to feel okay with that and yeah. to have that confidence to to go into things that can be scary. Starting a business is scary. Starting a big venture is mm -hmm. scary. And to, to kind of walk in that without that fear as little as you can and to feel that sort of bravery and courage to maybe take a path that's not always easy and that's tough what do you think kind of gave you that courage and confidence because when you said fearless I felt like that heavy weight on my chest you know where you're like running a business and you feel like you should take that leap but there's always that voice in the back of your mind saying but what if but what if this happens or what if this happens how do you think 
people can work to overcome that that voice in their head yeah I think we all have that voice mm-hmm. right it's we call it this like little negative self-talk kind of that always just is, is in the back of our minds and I think you know to some degree for for good reason it helps yeah. keep us safe and all yeah. of these things but on the other hand that voice always listening to that voice can hold us back mm-hmm. and it's really common that we tend to we call it in therapy we call it catastrophizing when we always think the worst it's mm-hmm. this sort of cognitive distortion it's these like self-defeating mindsets that we get in and that holds us back and we've we've talked about this like quite often is that being able to you know do you would you rather have taken the chance but possibly failed or live that life of of regret Mm -hmm. and so I think it's really recognizing pushing into the benefits of you know and believing yourself again that idea of authenticity and genuineness it's like being confident in, in who you are to step into that unknown and we hit a place in our business where it became that sort of for us it was having one another I think was really huge for us to help each other when one of us was maybe feeling that voice a little harder the other one would kind of be able to support and Mm -hmm. then we did the the reverse when the other one was feeling that voice and I think that was really validating particularly I know I felt that validation of just having a really great team sort of saying no like this is what we want to do and there's value in what we want to do here and we can do this and that was I think the really incredible part to take that leap. I think, too, that concept of fearlessness, and I love that you said that, um, (laughs) is that, you know, so often that fear of failure, like Carolyn said, becomes this catastrophe. Mm -hmm. But taking that moment to ask ourselves, like, truly, what is the worst that can happen? Right. And starting to play that out. And and so often I would play that out like this is a big fee. And so so often I'd be like, okay, well, well, we still have a house and like, where could I live? And yeah, and it it became that right, because it's a big leap. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, being able to realize like, okay, I can still survive. And, you know, my ego would probably be really (laughs) bruised, but but I would we would be okay still. And I think, you know, being able to put that failure into perspective Mm -hmm. was really helpful for me um but then another thing that stood out for me when we were building this business with our team and especially with each other once we made like there was a a part in our business where it was like kind of do or die like Mm -hmm. it was before we we broke ground and it was just like okay are we actually going to do this and we had lots of conversations about it (laughs) but once we made the leap it was full steam ahead and I know we didn't talk about it until after we opened, but we all had these moments where mm-hmm. it was like this gripping fear of like, what if we open and no one comes? Mm-hmm. Like, what if we open? Like, we had these visions of like tumbleweeds coming yeah. through, but we didn't talk about it with each other. And I think it's because <laughs> we made that decision like yeah. we're doing this, mm-hmm. so we can't get into that negative narrative. Yeah. Like, we can't get into that narrative of like the what if, mm-hmm. and so we we pulled away from that. And I think it was it was subconscious or un- subconscious, right? Yeah, but it 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 was really helpful to kind of get us to where we are now. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like the, when you were speaking earlier about bringing in employees that really understood your values and making that very clear to them, you're almost like creating this support system that when you do have those fearful moments, you know, like, Hey, we're all in this together. I feel comfortable coming to you and being like, this is what's happening in my mind right now. I need you to help ground me. And so I can just stop that negative spiral, which I think is really helpful too. So the next question I wanted to ask you is what's the biggest challenge you faced as a leader? I love how you immediately just pass the microphone over. <laughs> You're like, That's no. I'll, I'll <laughs> take this one. I don't know why it is, actually. 
I would say, and I think maybe it's for a little bit of both of us, like we've so, so long in our lives, like mm-hmm. Carol and I both in our businesses, like we, for the longest time with Ease, which is our parent company, it's just been us, mm-hmm. right? Like every, this is the first time we've had staff like in a team that worked with us and so so often everything that we did like everything like you would email the info at ease account and it was us yeah call the number (laughs) and it was us and you know we would be submitting reports and it was us like Mm -hmm. everything was us and now and now we have a team of people who can do this stuff better than us yeah and i think you know relinquishing some of that control Mm -hmm. is hard yes it's a really hard thing to do because i've never really had to it was your baby it was our baby and and i think when when things get really stressful especially i think both of our personalities we hold on even tighter Mm -hmm. right and so being able to be like no someone else can actually do this better than I probably could at this moment um and so I think taking that step back and realizing that and being able to just kind of you know let go a little bit Mm -hmm. and and trust was was probably the biggest challenge I was just gonna say trust (laughs) at the end I think that was the the biggest part because Stephanie and I have had this like unquestionable like trust within each other Mm -hmm. we've been working together for eight years like she's got my back I've got hers 110 Mm percent and we know that and we've always trusted that and then you're right to bring in a whole new group of these incredible and wonderful people Mm -hmm. but then to trust that it's gonna that they're gonna treat this like our baby too and or like their own baby and and to really you know let letting go is a huge thing for for a lot of us and I think when it comes to leadership it's important to to let go and to stand back and to let other people lead or let other people do what they do best. And Mm -hmm. it's hard personally to let that happen. But when you do, that's where so much success comes in. Yeah. And you're giving them such an opportunity for growth and development too. Right. And Mm -hmm. them knowing I've got this, like they trust me to do this. And now I'm like completely committed. I'm all in on this. So it's really building their loyalty too. Totally. And just building that like autonomy and, you know, that sense that, yeah, they can, they can do that. And they're part of this team. And this is not, you know, us telling someone what to do. It's allowing people to do what they do. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's great leadership, but a challenge. What would you say to a leader who is finding themselves in a similar position that they've created this organization, this entity that they've been building for so long. And now it's come to a point where their plate is so full, they need to start letting go of some stuff and mm-hmm. passing it on to staff, but they are, they're gripping it so tight out of that, that fear, that anxiety of like, if I let this go, what could mm-hmm. happen? Um, what would you say to a leader who's maybe feeling that way? The first thing I would say is, is meditate. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's like, but is is to take a moment and start to go inward. I think so often, mm-hmm. especially when we're running businesses, it's really we're externally focused. We're working so hard and just yeah. trying to keep, keep everything going that we forget to do that introspection and that mm-hmm. reflection. And so go within yourself. Why am I holding on to this so tightly? What is my fear of letting go and start to analyze that a little. So yeah. that's the first part is really get in touch with that. And then, I mean, if you can't fully, fully leap, then it's starting to let a little bit of it go, right? Who's sort of in your team that you do feel the most trust with? And how do you sort of step step back and start to create some separation in space? Because I think once we started to do that, even when we very first opened, I mean, we were here all the time, 16, 18, 20 hour days. And mm-hmm. when we first started, then we were telling each other, okay, wait, you take a day off, you go home, like just do something for yourself. And once we started to do that and realize like, 
the place didn't burn down. Yeah. Like it was okay. Like everyone survived. Oh, like no. it's okay without you. Yeah. But that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Right. It's actually really beautiful that it can be okay without you there all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say like test it, try it, yeah. see how it goes. Cause it's not going to be as bad as you think it's going to be. <laughs> And then I would also say when you're asking yourself and exploring that is to also look at what could you do with the newfound time, Mm. right? So, you know, and I think that was really a game changer for us too is once we tested it and gave a little bit of space and really felt comfortable with other people doing stuff that needed to happen and Mm. integral parts of like the survival as a studio – that opened up time for us to do other things to grow the business. And that's really where some of the magic happened yeah. in terms of business development and business growth. So being able to think that sometimes, and I think as business owners, we get so caught up in doing everything and especially small business owners, like you do everything. Mm-hmm. And then when we free up a little bit of that, we can start to, we can start to do bigger and see bigger and see outside of the day-to-day mm-hmm. and be able to look long-term, which is key to business development and kind of survival. Yeah, absolutely. That gives you a chance to really reflect on how things have been going and think about, okay, blue sky, mm-hmm. where do we want to see this going later? What are our biggest dreams for home? Um which is so rewarding because I think you're totally right that when you're doing it yourself for so long, you do get so honed in on all those little pieces in the administration that it's almost like you are just trying to get through each day Mm -hmm. and you don't have a chance to just breathe and look up and think about, okay, what do I want this future to look like? So true. So that's amazing advice. I love that (laughs) advice. Thank you. And finally, I just want to ask, what has been the greatest lesson you've learned as a leader and how has it made you a better leader? So the greatest lesson for me, I think, as a leader was recognizing, I think, not always taking things so seriously, mm-hmm. being able to to have fun, I think, to have humor in things because that's huge. If it's always so serious, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not fun anymore, right? It's not enjoyable. And even in our team meetings, we try to have, like, whether we bring in food or snacks or there's just, like, fun, there's always laughter. Mm-hmm. We're always having a good time. We have a group chat where we're always just posting hilarious <laughs> things in yeah. it. And, like, that to me has just kept it fun and light Mm -hmm. and airy because otherwise I feel like it can get particularly with leadership it you don't want to listen to someone who's always serious all the time or Mm -hmm. negative or it's you know it's it feels fake or inauthentic I think being able to show your humor being able to show kind of your silly goofy side goes such a long way at boosting morale and keeping things enjoyable Mm -hmm. because you spend a lot of your life at work yeah Right. And so if you're thinking about that, if this is an environment, we know, I mean, the impact that environment has on our mental health. And so I want to be in a place and have a business where it is a great environment to be in. And part of that is the connection and just being a goof and silly and fun and laughing. And so I feel like for me, that's that's something big lesson. That was a big one for us. Um, Do we like to laugh here at home? I think that's great though because just as you were saying it the idea of working with someone who as a leader who's serious all the time if something happens if you make a mistake fear of going to that person to say hey this is what happened this week this is how I messed up I would be terrified like that 
that gut reaction that you have. Whereas if it's someone who is just like, I think it is important to have boundaries sometimes with staff, but to be able to laugh with them and let them know like, hey, we care about you as an employee, but also as a human. And we're always here for you to talk to. That if something's going on, you can come to us and let us know. And I think that creates a really healthy space for staff too. And I would say too, and I think it's something that I lived like early on in my career with mm-hmm. a great leader that I had um, that we've tried to emulate here as well is that so I had a leader early on in my career um, when I was still in university and I just had like a part-time job and my mm-hmm. boss there was amazing and and she got to know kind of what I was doing in, in school and what I was interested in and then as soon as I graduated there was an opportunity and she brought it to me and she was oh. like you know I feel that this is because I was working rent desk like at a doctor's office mm-hmm. dipping pee like it was just what I did yeah. and and she was like I think this is right up your alley with your education and and it was an amazing like it was an incredible opportunity for me and then she left the organization and I left the organization and then a few years later we connected again and again mm-hmm. like I had more education more experience and she brought to me another opportunity and and she constantly just cared about my growth as as a human Mm -hmm. and kind of within my career and I think that's something that we really tried to do here is that you know we we're so blessed to have such an incredible kind of group of people who work here who have such amazing talents and so you know when someone comes to us with an opportunity of like you know can I do this here it's we're so we're so grateful that they brought it to us and they Mm -hmm. want to do it here. But then the answer is yes. Right. And even some of our amazing staff that work at the front desk, like they're super credentialed meditation instructors. And when we found out about that, we're like, you need to be on the schedule. (laughs) So, and I think, you know, taking that time to get to know Mm -hmm. someone's strengths, just, you know, it's enriched our space so much by them bringing their talents and their gifts to us. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, you know, knowing as an employee, how, how, I felt seen by my boss at that time and it made me that much more loyal and committed to the organization that I was at as well. Amazing to see a leader who can recognize their staff's strengths and still show them options outside of an organization. Like your leader was like, you know what, this is outside our organization but would be a great fit for you. I think sometimes leaders hang on or they take offense when employees feel like, you know what, this is a great opportunity for me to grow and develop. Um, and they harbor that um, frustration when staff leaves. So it sounds like you really do go out of your way to make sure, okay, we want to understand what are you passionate about? What do you love? How can we incorporate that into your day-to-day here at work? Because like you said, work is such a huge part of our life. And so how do we make sure you feel like when you come to work every day, your passion is being fulfilled as well? That's amazing. Well, I just want to thank you both so much for taking the time to speak to us. This is Sarah Jenner, and this is another episode of Noble Leaders Having Noble Conversations.